Alright, so, uh, we're finally gonna get started. Welcome back. We're back from another uh, Let's Watch That. We've got another big crowd, and it's been another fun endeavor getting microphones to work. Um, so, for everyone who's watching, we've got five people and a newbie. So, yay. And yeah, so. That would we'll be you, Andrew. <laughs> we'll go around the room. So, with us today, we've got Mary, John, and Alex. Uh, three, two regulars, one semi regular. And a new, new, new friend here, Andrew. Hello, I'm Andrew. <laughs> He's got this down already. Um, so this is one of the longest gesticulating movies that I've been plotting to uh, inflict on these people. I have no idea. Is that the right word? <laughs> inflict, is, inflict is definitely the right word. Oh, I was talking about no, no, gesticulating. No, no, no. <laughs> gesticulating. Is that like, like brewing and like gestating? That's just, just playing is just like gesturing. Like you were <laughs> <laughs> for years and just went, ah. I wish to gesture and articulate. There you but go. Anyway, but yes, this has been a long time coming. Like, so, um, tonight we're going to be talking about Noah. Um, the 2015? Well, no, I'm going to look this up. Someone has to have IMDb up at like all times um, as fact checkers. I feel like we have the internet up at all times anyway. Yeah. So, um, yes, no. 2014. There we go. Okay. With Russell Crowe. Now, um... I wanted to say that was Yes. So, actually, Andrew, John, and I went and saw this in the theaters when it was, um, out of the main run, and we have a secondary little $2.50 theater, $2.50 theater down the road from my house. Yep. Um, because we knew we weren't paying full price for this. Mm, I'm surprised you paid anything for it. But, um... I, I knew I wanted to do it for the podcast, and so the initial plan was actually just go and make fun of it and like yeah. mystery science theater it, you know, in the theater. Mm -hmm. um, but blood came out of my ears before I could start, and had to stop at the hospital afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just it was just two hours of, of silence and going, huh? Yeah, like that. <laughs> um, so the three of us have seen it. Mary and Alex had not seen it before ten minutes ago. And I could not have planned that better because the reaction is kind of exactly what I was hoping it would be. I was gravely misled. <laughs> I thought this was a Bible story. Dude, I knew it wasn't, and it was just worse than I was expecting. Gravely misled. <laughs> so, initial thoughts. Well, that was awful. But this Why? was a wizard. <laughs> Why does God not let anyone live over 120 anymore? Because once you hit 900, you become a wizard. <laughs> you slip people, slip things in people's drinks. Right. And give them visions. Well, I think that just comes around to 80. But <laughs> 900 gives 800 years of practice. <laughs> yeah, I, I had forgotten for the first time around, like just how much like narcotics go through this movie. <laughs> right. Everyone is high, including the animals. <laughs> How do you be able to make them stone? <laughs> yeah, that's how they, um, so I, I guess to just address that fact and why they even did that, that's how they explain away the fact that the meat-eating animals were not eating all the other animals, is that they knocked them out. Not that there weren't meat-eating animals before this happened. So the, do we need to explain the basic premise of the movie? Or do we need to just refer back to our uh, previous podcast on this one? We never did a podcast on this one. Yeah, we did. 
If I did, I wouldn't be doing this now. Oh, see, I seem to remember talking about this. And anyways, okay. We've complained about it in private more than once. Well, I think we could take half the podcast and say what it's supposed to be, and take the other half and say what happened. I could <laughs> read it in less than that time. And those would be two separate podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Very separate. All right, so for, for anyone who may have miraculously made it through U.S. civilization without knowing the story, now, even if you've never been to a church before, this is just one of those cultural touchstones. Mm-hmm. It's literally everywhere. Yeah. Uh, God says he's going to um, cleanse the earth of all... Um, wickedness in mankind, except for Noah and his family, who are righteous. Noah builds a boat. All the animals get into said boat. Um, God sends a flood. Yeah, God sends a flood, kills everyone, and then they they get out of the boat after the waters recede. That's the the gist of it. Now, in going in scriptural, going into the boat, there is Noah and his wife, mm-hmm. their three children, and their three wives, all adults, all married. That's important to note here. Yes. Because... And only they got in the boat. <laughs> yes. I feel like this... And God told them to get in the boat. Right. And to get out of it, too. Right. Yes. But not before it had dried up. Right. Yes. I feel like, as Someone far as hitting the ages, though, like they didn't do terribly. Because, I mean, people married young back then, but still... I mean, yeah. yes, but well, Jesus was a baby. Just remember, yeah. most of them had their first children around 70 or 80 years old. Yeah. I <laughs> and Noah was 500. When he began, to, when he built the ark. So his kids were probably, you know, I think it tells us. I think the scriptures say at least how old, like, Japheth or Shem were. At the it time also of said it was supposed to look like a boat. Oh, a boat. It's supposed to look like a boat. I mean, it was a boat. Barges these days. Yeah, it like was a barge. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a uh, carrier boat. It wasn't a sailing boat that needed a, a bow where you could steer it. It was just, right. hey, this needs to float and not drown. You know, barge wooden bridge. Are you making me a speedboat? <laughs> <laughs> speedboat, Sean cool, man. <laughs> oh, there are seven pairs of every kind of bridge, by the way. Clean. Or. Well, yeah, so one of the caveats is that it's two of everything, except for some things, it was seven of it. Of I thought it was five or something. Was two of them. No? no, just seven of the clean animals. Seven yeah. pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, one pair of every kind of unclean animal, and seven pairs of every kind of bird. Which apparently we call these Yeah, okay, so one of the things that's from the so obviously they're impersonating a, a Bible story here. That's a um, very good word. Impersonating. <laughs> it makes sense when you realize why it was made the way it was made. Yes, and we, th- we can get to that. Um, so definitely not plagiarizing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, so one of the other facets of the story is why God sent the flood in the first place according to the Bible. And that's because the wickedness of man was so great um, that they had filled the earth with their corruption, um, and that specifically included the um, interference of the watchers with the trajectory of humankind and actually taking women and having children and making giants that were half angel, half human hybrids, um, which God called, called the earthborn or the Nephilim, 
And so the whole, so the flood was both the judgment on mankind and to cleanse the earth of this mixing uh, that was taking place, and uh, hence the destruction of, of everything, not just like killing certain things. Um, and so, but the scripture specifically said that at, that the reason God chose Noah was because he was righteous in all of his generations. He found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Yes. Yes, just man, perfect in his generations. Right, and, and that perfect mean, means um, complete or clean. Like basically, Noah's, gen Noah's line and his children were not corrupted with this mixing with the Nephilim. <laughs> um, so, so both days, they were still they were following God, but they were also essentially genetically pure of that intermingling. So those are the reasons that he chose them. He chose them to save them. He told them, hey, I'm going to send a flood, build a boat, you and the animals get in there, it's going to protect you, and you're going to start over. You and your family and your family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you are going to start over. <laughs> right. So that's, so that's the biblical account. Yeah, it's got one of the most tragic verses like I, I can think of, where God is explaining why he's doing this. and I'll destroy a man whom I've created from the face of the earth, for I am sorry that I have made them. Yeah, and people look around today and they're like, oh my gosh, everything's so bad, but I mean, like, this was to the point that God was like, man, that, that, was, that may have been a mistake. And they did <laughs> not, like, do a bad job of showing that. No, that's like, easy to portray. They, right. they did a decent job of showing just how awful humans can be. Oh, right. They throw in a super hippie spin as to what defines awful. But just the whole whole thing is a very leaves leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And the ironic so part they is they did the, that well. The worst person I think was Noah. Which, <laughs> right. I think is where they kind of went off the rails a little bit. Yeah. So then when you get to the movie, you get the movie. <laughs> yes, the movie is you should have said at the beginning loosely based on a true story. Right. <laughs> and by loosely based it means there was a flood. There was a guy named Noah, and there was a boat with animals in it. That's right. about where it ended. <laughs> And people suck. <laughs> and people suck. Yes. It's, it's easy to imagine the pitch in the, like, the Hollywood room. It's like, all right, so tell me, but you know, there, there's, there's going to be this guy on a boat, right? Okay, where's the love interest? You know, where's the conflict? It's like, no, they just they're on the boat. The boat. <laughs> yeah, the conflict is the wiping out of humanity. You can't sneak in a guy to like attack him or something. You know, <laughs> eat the animals. It's like, did you read the book? It's not <laughs> the book. It's it's like two. You know, it's, it's, it's about a page, yeah. a page of story that we're going on. <laughs> the entire script is written. <laughs> Look, it's, easy. Easy. it's the Bible. We don't have it's to like five sentences of, narr uh, 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 of narration. Yeah. <laughs> and they left them all out. <laughs> okay. So, so true. So, okay, well, we kind of started on some things that the movie did well. Uh, I, think about... I think we mentioned all the things in the movie. <laughs> I didn't even know what we were talking about. Well, okay. They're just depravity of man. Oh, know. yeah. Oh, I thought that, going they they show how awful <laughs> humankind can be. Yeah. Um, and incredibly selfish. Correct. Yes. Now, this actually reminds me, though, uh, my mom got another version of Noah. They did another live action, I want to say 10 or 15 years ago. And. She wanted to watch it with us, but she wasn't actually watching it. It was like my mom watching it. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, I don't want to watch this. I just saw a bunch of people's heads on pikes. And she's like, no, really? 
I didn't see that. <laughs> well, I'm turning this off. No, you should watch it. Right. If you want to <laughs> see, I'll, I'll just interject this here. If you want to see a good version of the Noah story, go back 1966, a movie called The Bible in the Beginning, directed by John Huston. He plays Noah. It's It covers the creation through Abraham. And it gives Noah about 20 or 30 minutes, which is all that story really needs to be told. And he's really likable, and I love it. At least they didn't, you know, Peter Jackson that they didn't do three movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what this movie did. Yeah. Yeah. Story and right. three movies. So one of the... Well, okay, I guess I would, this would be moving on from things that the movie did well. Um, one of the things that I just could not get over is why is there black gravel everywhere? <laughs> and why, are there, why is there like no trees, no bushes, a flower is a rare thing. Everything is moss and lichens. I mean, I'm a horticulturist. Yeah, the whole industrialization. Yes, these people have guns and armor, like metal armor. And, yeah. armor. and flaming swords that but can see, wipe that's out No, maybe not the guns, but they had, they had yeah. sure, they, had, they, they were metal rocks. Oh, yeah, Ecuador or something. <laughs> yeah, the, the the fire rocks are a little odd. Um, Basically, yeah. plot devices. <laughs> yeah, there's fire rocks, but uh, yeah, at one point they invent guns to fight giant rock angels. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are confused about where that is in the scripture, don't think it's not. They don't know. Based on the truth. <laughs> Um, but yes, there was black soot everywhere, and John could not get over it. I, I could not, I could not get over the landscape. I mean, it's basically like, it's like this entire movie took place in the Alaskan tundra in summertime, like or no, even springtime before anything was really growing yet. Or just like the cliffs off of like the UK or Russia or yeah. somewhere. It's hey moss. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've been on some of the cliffs in the UK. There was vegetation. <laughs> but still, I mean, the CGI. point is, it's like you have all these. You know, they're trying to basically. I think they're basically trying to show that mankind had destroyed the earth. Right? Yes. But I don't know. Even after what after the flood, when they're all they're rebuilding life. I mean, the only thing that's not like more than an inch high is the grapevines that Noah got drunk off of. <laughs> I mean, come breaks pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> he got that sorted out. He was motivated. <laughs> there you go. I, I just remember the scene with Methuselah having the flaming sword, and he slams it into the ground, and this fireball engulfs everybody. Right. Yeah. Like, we just went, I don't know, uh, Because he was super protecting the angels. Right. And the angels are supposed to be a huge reason as to why they are in this mess. Right. They are not the heroes. They are not the defenders. They are, in fact, the, the problem. <laughs> I'm guessing he stole that from the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he would. Yeah, oh, yeah I never thought about that. that makes the, sense. the cherubim... Okay. Uh, hey, Michael, protecting. Michael, can I, can I borrow that sword for a minute, buddy? Uh, <laughs> later! <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't thought about that. That's... Well, I guess since he was like best buddies with the watchers, so. might have been something, something involved there. Yes, as far as poetic license. Okay, how about the fact that there's no God in this movie? Yeah, yeah. like oh, it's right. only referred to as the Creator. Right. There are Which no is not necessarily parts. a wrong name. No. But 
But he never speaks. No, he never interacts. He's the most he just, cryptic person He ever. just kind of began and let it go, which is not what happens. That's how a deist views things. But yeah, the, the way that he announces to Noah that this is going to happen is... Is this weird vision. He has a dream, and he's walking it's through a wine. And then is he's underwater. Uh, I think it's supposed to be blood. But, yeah. And then he's underwater, and then he wakes up, and he goes, God's going to kill everything. I'm like, that's what you got out of that? That's definitely open interpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then he goes, say, we got to go visit Methuselah. Um, and so they go see Anthony Hopkins, Methuselah. Grandpa. Who's, who's like this the weird, best part of the movie. Weird hermit on the top of the mountain. Yeah, he's awesome. He's, he's a hanger room for berries. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> and boy, can he do the Grandfather uses magic to knock out one of the kids. Yeah. I still say it was the Vulcan nerve pinch. Yeah, that's a magic trick that all parents need to learn, I think. <laughs> Go to sleep. Okay, cool. Now, no, here's this tea. I'm going to drug you, and you tell me what you see when you wake up. And that's exactly what happens. And Noah has the vision again, only this time he doesn't freak out. And and it, it, it goes further. Yeah. Like, it, it finishes the concept of the vision. Yeah, he sees the ark, he sees animals swim into it. And that's it. It says nothing about humanity, it doesn't say anything. It's just, it's not like God's, you know, in the Bible, God says, hey, no, I need you to do this. Here's the measurements I need you to use. Yeah, right. Exactly. We're going to sit down, we're going to blueprint this out, buddy. You and me, we're going to hash it, hash it out. That way you know exactly what you need to do. And no you're going to get on the boat. <laughs> It's going to be very clear. Yeah. Here's the list of contents for this boat. You Number and one, your you. sons <laughs> and your sons' wives are on it. <laughs> so here they get on it, but Noah decides, oh, no, no, God didn't want to save us. He just wanted to save the animals and kill us. <clears throat> yeah. He would have never let you on the boat, dude. Yeah, and so, so then you have this, like, the other half of the movie is on the ark, in the water, this whole family drama of Noah oh, trying oh to God. kill... Or threatening to kill the this the newborn okay. children. So Hermione's here. Yes, Hermione's yes. <laughs> Speaking of wizards. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's that's who it is. I'm sorry, uh, Watson. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, you're Hermione. And <laughs> you're Hermione. So she they find her early on when she's like a kid after men attack her desert area. And she gets shanked. Yeah, she gets shanked in the stomach, and so she can't have kids. And so they're like, oh, great, you're here. Now my son can marry you, and there'll be no more kids. And every generation is going to bury the next generation. Happy birthday, Jacob. You're eight, and you're going to bury your brother, and then die alone. <laughs> yeah. Nice story. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. And the kid's like, okay. He's totally fine with this for some reason. Yeah. Um, but then Noah's wife goes to Magician Methuselah. Um, no, Methuselah the Great. <laughs> He touches uh, Hermione's stomach, and she can have kids. And immediately, the first thing she does is go and have some fun with Shem, her husband. Not really. Well, I, I feel like know. that was a little ambiguous. Yeah, that was definitely. Because Noah just treat her. They always treat them like that. Noah just said, "Whatever Shem did, he's very fond of you." Yeah, and then she said, "Go find him another wife." Yeah. Like, go find no. Go find him a wife. Yeah. It wasn't another wife. It was definitely a wife. Because she right. can't have kids and he deserves to have a family. Da, da, da. Right. So yeah, he, yeah, grandfather touches her and says, hey, go have fun. She's like, okay. Because they're supposed to be looking for Ham at this point. Ham had run away to go find his own wife. Um, and instead of looking for him, they're in the woods doing their thing. Um, and then they come back and they're all happy. And, and I was like, where's your brother? And they both stopped. They're like, I knew we were to do something. <laughs> right. That's exactly what that 
And then she gets pregnant, and um, Noah's like, oh, Noah yeah. Noah goes nuts. Yeah, Noah's like, oh, we're dude. supposed to die, we're not supposed to live. And it, and I, I was joking around with them, I have a dark sense of humor. About the, the best Hallmark greeting card ever is, if it's a boy, he can live. If it's a girl, as soon as she throws her first breath, I've cut her from my, I've cut her life down. down. Yeah. And I'm like, I want that on a greeting card with a little pull string with Noah just stabbing. <laughs> you are a terrible human being. being. I mean, seriously, oh, that's just awful. It's <laughs> The real Noah wouldn't have said that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of things in this movie that should have not been said by Noah. Yeah. Or should have not been Noah. Or and then the freaky snake thing. Oh, yeah, they're carrying around the, um, the, the molten skin, skin of the, the, the snake from the Garden of Eden. By the way, if the tree of knowledge of good and evil was in the midst of the garden, where was the rest of the garden in that right. scene? <laughs> it, was Although, it was a lone tree. It was, was a lone tree on the hillside of grass <laughs> with nothing else around well, it. Well, just right. because they, they just showed you that one static shot. It could be in the middle. Props for them not the making the fruit an apple, though. Right. No, but it beat it. It, it was had a heartbeat. <laughs> I know, that was a little weird. Yeah, I wouldn't eat that thing because I'm like, there's something living in that. Because that would have made more sense. Are they sure it's not the tree of life? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's what they eat from the tree of life. That, that would have made sense. <laughs> eating the tree of life, but now Adam and Evil does not equal heartbeats to me. No. And Adam and Eve weren't literally made of light either. Right. No. At least not that we're told. Definitely glowing. Yeah, those weren't glowing. They were like lights. They looked like the angels yeah. <laughs> that had been cast there. So, so I mean, uh, what do you think the director was trying to go for? Like Okay. It, it, it okay. It doesn't All feel right. like he was it, we have a story um, here. Okay. Anyway. All those Jesus dollars. Okay. So, <laughs> once the movie came out, yeah. the director, producer, scriptwriter... Darren Aronofsky. That dude. Um, when everyone was asking, like, what on earth, where did you, you get all this? <laughs> what are you doing? He specifically said that they were not intending to make the movie based on the biblical story of Noah. They based the story on the Gnostic uh, literature about how the story of Noah happened. So this is based on a non-Christian, specific, you know, specifically a, um, a line of religious thinking that elevates man, or elevates the spiritual world above all things that are fleshly, um, and says it doesn't matter what you do in the flesh because that's all just vanity is going to vanish away and disappear. Mm -hmm. It's only it's only like you know, it's very intellectual and very man saves himself kind of a religion. You can read about it in the New Testament. God always says, "I hate the Gnostics <laughs> in their teachings." So it was actually the Gnostic version of Noah that this thing is based on, which is why you have the Watchers as the friends of man instead of the, the coming specifically to corrupt them and destroy what God did. Mm -hmm. That's why you have all this talk about it being Noah's choice and man being the dominant, you know, I make my own destiny and my own will and so forth. That's why you have God as this like distant yeah. ethereal force that they just called the creator who doesn't really seem to have any kind of compassion as far as we can tell, he basically says, well, if you know, if you want to have compassion, that's fine with me. You just go ahead and do whatever you want, buddy. He has no vested interest in any of us. No, he has, except, and his, and his greatest concern is mankind's destruction of the earth, not mankind's rebellion right. against him. Yeah. And the animals. 
the animals That's or the I mean. innocents. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to, to your point, though, I think... Like, it was... Go ahead. No, it, it, it's almost not fair to judge it as a Christian story, because it's just so... No, no it's, not. it's not. It's right. not. Yeah. It was never intended. Right, right. I feel like they could have, you know, opened the gate with that, but... They, they didn't on probably on purpose. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, they yeah. definitely they got churches backing when they put out the trailer. It looked like the, the story of they, Noah. I remember being to the church and they had a bunch of like you know promo stuff for it. And the video that they put out was the behind the scenes making of the art part and how they tried to make it accurate to yeah. Bible measurements. Yeah. And that's why it's like a square and stuff because they were going by like the scriptural. And so they were trying to re- they were really pushing this as. As, it, it, as, it, as though it was the Christian story. Yeah, they didn't. And then it, it comes out, and they say, "Oh no, that's we, we never intended it to be." That way. They never had to even say that because people assume because that there's I mean, that's just one of the no is just one of those stories that has so much um, kind of cultural we weight really attached know, to and it. And we don't really know that there are other versions of this story. There's, there are there, other, there flood, are other stories. flood stories, yeah. Yeah. but not in like the Judeo-Christian worldview. Yeah. Um, yeah. That has consumed the West. And so there are not other versions of the Noah story. And well, there are. At least that are they're they're not taught. well known. I mean, you've got you can find them through the historical stories, but and this is very esoteric. Yes. Sources. Yes. Um, and so they didn't have to really. Christians saw Noah and assumed, mm-hmm. oh no, I know that story. Yeah. It knows Jesus dollars. Yeah. Yep. Surprise. I don't think it takes up our eyes. It's used by others, so. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, so, so casting choices. Yeah, casting. I thought. Okay. Not, I mean, for for what they were going for, yeah. I think it was good. Right, right. If you're trying to make Noah like the Bible, oh, Russell yeah. Crowe is not the guy you <laughs> <laughs> The whole, like, Noah being described as like a preacher of righteousness in the Bible, and the Russell Crowe like, run away anytime you see a man. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, and they can kill people. And then yeah, yeah and then and then whenever they threaten you, I, I don't care. I care. I like, I'll I'll I'll, I'll kill men to keep them from killing animals. So. Excuse me. Yeah, I think that's when you were talking about that hippie part earlier. Yeah. 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 Super. Yeah. Don't think like, that was the hippie. Man. That was a hippie bit. Oh, and, 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 then, and that's still current. I mean, like, what is it that some groups care more about? It's more about, like, in the environmental safety of the earth. And who cares? Man, if the iron can go to riddance, kill them all. We're the ones that are destroying the earth, right? I feel like this is more of a 2014 commentary on let's take something some people believe in and make it something we can, like, Leverage or even catch a political message, right? Right, right. right. Because you have you have the whole oh, the animals are innocent and we hate people and they were wrecking the planet Um, because of their industrialization, right? Right, fire rocks and firearms and smelting and mining, and yeah, and then we've got uh. All, all religious people are crazy and they stare at the sky and they get high all the time. And getting high is okay. All as the long time. as it's given to you by. And they'll kill babies because they think that's God's will. Right. And they'll stare up the light in the sky and. Decide to kill babies. Yeah. This is, this is <laughs> normal. <laughs> normal. It's like, well, he did not tell me to kill <laughs> that's, that's, that's essentially his logic. He's yeah. like, hey, God, can I not do this? You're not going to say anything cool. I'm going to go ahead and do this. <laughs> 
What? That is like the entire movie. I was like, that's the second half of the movie is killing these babies. And you know the the other thing about that whole theme that they took was that he comes to that decision that that conclusion that God is not going to save mankind after he visits the encampment yeah. of all these people and he right. sees all the nastiness that's going on. Right. Like every, yeah, everything that God had communi- you know, had communicated in quotations because didn't say a whole lot had come through the you know those dream vision things. Like he showed him, this is what's going to happen, mm-hmm. and then he showed him, here's what I want you to do. He never showed him, I want you to get rid of. My, mankind is to be gotten rid of. Right. Yeah, and it seems like at one point that you know Ham has asks, hey, because he the reason he it finds out about the wickedness of man is because specifically because he's going to get wives for the other two kids. Right. So he like, clearly has us? the intention of yeah, I'm going to continue on because they're going to get wives. And he basically comes back with the conclusion... Never mind. People are terrible. None of them are good enough to, like... And he says, even I'm not good enough. We can't perpetuate that. He probably saw enough of himself in that. Well, they literally, the one guy who was eating the the animal, it was Russell Crowe. Yeah, that Ah, was his face. And then he he goes, like, demon face. Yeah. So it's literally... I miss that. That exact moment is when it switched from, uh, we're telling a story to we're telling you all the people are crazy. (laughs) <laughs> like I, I really, yeah, I feel like we could point to that moment because, like, from from that moment, we like we have Noah. That's like all before it makes, them. It makes sense. Nice, at least a little bit goes with the story, sort of. Sure, God didn't talk to him, but we have half the movie left. So Noah, is, Noah acts like Noah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and then, the rest of the story isn't right, but he's acting like you go. You can see here that performance go. No. Yeah. yeah. If I you just that. came in halfway through on the boat, <laughs> you're like, what the heck Noah? is this? That's not, they're saying Noah, but I know that that's not Noah. Yeah. And like, in reality, like, the, the people were wrong. Like, Noah was not necessarily, like, before Noah freaked out, um, everybody else was not behaving like they ought to have been. Everybody mm-hmm. else didn't care. Right. Like, they, they had no understanding of God anymore. They did not even worry about, Noah told them what was going to happen, and... They're like, peace, thanks, don't care. We're going to come and Go kill you away. and take your, take your stuff. Hi. Right. Now, in, in the Bible, you know, it says Noah purposely told people. He yeah. tried to warn them, and they laughed at him. Yeah. Well, Not, that's we're going to steal what you're going to take, and we're going to kill you. It's, oh, crazy Noah. Don't I mean, listen to him. That was before he got the wives, though, so that sort of happened, too, when he was talking to King Wetzel. No, he wanted yeah. to steal it. He's like, he's like, he believed him right away, and he goes, well, let us on the boat. And, and I was like, no, no, you're not allowed on the boat. And he's like, oh, well, we'll just kill you then. He said, we'll come back with so many more, and we will right. overrun you. Legions. Legions. Um, but that was because Noah had said, no, you're not welcome here. Right. Your kind are not welcome here. Even though if that, that had been in the Bible, they'd yeah, be like, oh, true. cool, come on, how about, let's get had on Had they this. actually been repentant. Yeah. Right. right. Which they were not. They were just selfish and trying to right. take care of themselves. But if you're so selfish, then you won't even consider wanting to get in this boat because you have no fear of God. And if you have no fear of God, there's no reason to run. Right. But they obviously had a little tiny fear of this God. Right. They acknowledge it. Like, just two, it seems like Tubal Cain was the only one who cared. Mm-hmm. No one He's else. really the only character that you get any any interaction with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one else talks really. just kind of grunts. <laughs> bring us meat. Yeah, bring us meat. Bring us meat. 
meat. We only eat meat because that's how evil we are. <laughs> yeah, and that's what was happening. Evil, yeah, then, I guess. Yeah, eating meat is evil. Well, I mean, at that <laughs> time it was. Right. And, that, and you know, it, it, the Bible doesn't go into details about it, but some of the other writings say that it was it was the, it was the fallen angels that taught and the giants that taught men to be to eat meat in the first place. Right. Um, among all the other things that it taught them to do. Um, but <laughs> it was a little curious that at the end, you know, the whole, the whole rainbow thing, right. A, there wasn't the animal sacrifice for the covenant. Like, yeah, the whole sacrifice for sin thing that God had going with Noah, like, through the whole time. From See, on, and I that thought, wasn't present. I thought they were doing that at the beginning when they saved that, uh... Yeah, they, they, found, this, they found this armadillo dog, <laughs> and um, it was killed by some hunters, and, and Noah... Killed the hunters, and then burnt the corpse of the, the armadillo dog. Right. See, I thought that that's what huh. it was supposed to be, but... I didn't think I so. I thought that was more like a cremation burial. Like, yeah. let me let me honor this animal, even because it was brutally murdered. Not a, I suck. Here, God, help this back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, like you know, what, at that final scene with the whole rain when the rainbow thing happens, it's pulsating rainbows. I would, you know, it, it's it's interesting that you know at that point in the Bible, that's when God told Noah, okay, now you can eat meat. Right. And I'm not going to do this again. Yeah. yeah. And, and like both really of those things were absent. <laughs> yeah, the reason that the rainbow came is because Noah decided, okay, I'm not going to kill the babies. Right. Right. Well, that's, that's what I was going against, or going with the uh, the eating the evil thing that's not really intentionally congruent with the Bible, is because like they didn't get to that part afterwards. Mm -hmm. so the whole eating the evil thing it was had never its own redeemed. purpose. Yeah, you yeah. get the idea that they're still not eating Right. right, right. Except for maybe Ham, who goes off on his own. And he's, Ham is a weird character. Yeah, so yeah. you get back to the casting choice. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know who half these people are. Um, but the Ham is like the worst character, like story arc I've ever it's seen. Like, weird, he's always confused. Like, yeah, this confused, shocked face on himself. Like he was in the Maze Runner. So if you've seen the Maze Runner, he's uh, in that. Okay. Oh, that's oh, that was the main oh. guy. Yeah. yeah. Really. That's, uh, I've uh, never seen those. I just know that, that that's no. nice. Um, and I knew I so what happens is his whole story arc revolves around the fact that he wants a wife. Um, and he's trying to talk no one to getting a wife. And, and he's so, fascinated by these other people. Yeah. Like he, he, he sees um, he sees the hunters in early in the movie and when he's he is, a kid. when he's a small a small child and he's so curious like why do they do that what does that mean why can they like and what? instead of being logical and explaining this is why they do it and this is why we don't and this is why we shouldn't Noah's just like no no we're never going to talk about it. never talk about it. don't bring it up like that's Shelter. not going to drive his curiosity more um he does at some point say they eat meat because they think it gives them more strength. Right, yeah. and that's what... And they don't, definitely don't cook it. That's what... No, no, it's definitely all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the extent of the explanation. I'm sorry. I, yeah. that looks, Kids, that's not enough of an explanation. Yeah. That's, that's like, okay, that's, that's starting it. What else? I'm being side remarks. Like, that, that concreted the whole, like, political commentary, like, message for me on that. Like, obviously not showing the part of the end, but we didn't know that then. For me, like, the second I heard that, I was like, well, this is going to be one of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a very yeah. hippie-type movie. 
so, honor the earth yeah. above All man. good people are hippies until the hippies turn to God. And then they turn into crazy people that want to kill babies. So, great hippies, but not the ones who don't like God. So, yeah, the rest of his story arc is finding a wife because his older brother has Hermione. Um, <laughs> and so he Maybe ends up like going and he finds this girl in a pit, in a death pit. Um, yeah, like the trench the way they were throwing all the dead bodies. Yeah, it was a big mass grave, pretty much. And so he tries to save her, but she gets caught in a bear trap because they have bear traps. Well, they did. Well, they, 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 yeah. It was literally a bear trap. Yeah. They well, showed, they they showed them too. setting it up. Yeah, right, as no, it was coming. Yeah, it was Pavlov's gun. Right, exactly. Eric Chekhov's. Chekhov's gun. He wasn't in Maze Runner. He was the lead. He was Percy from Percy Jackson. That's yeah. it. Oh, yeah, okay. That's who Ken was. Um, and, and so, by the end of the movie, everyone's dead except for the family and um, Shem's now two newborn daughters, who are supposed to be the wives for Ham and Japheth. That was terrible. And Ham is all like, I want a wife, I want a wife. Hey, there's my future wife, she's a baby now, I have to wait a while, I'm going to leave and never come back. Peace out. Where there's no people. <laughs> yeah. So he clearly goes off to die alone, even though his entire story arc is, I want a wife. And the whole explanation is, I don't know. Well, there's literally no one else on the planet, so... He grew a little bit of facial hair, so he yep, could be he, angsty. Right. <laughs> he did try and kill his dad, and he he, he hid uh, Tubalcane on the Ark. While he was killing animals for food. He's right, like, hey, you can't kill the animals, because there's only two of them. Oh, now there's one. Might oh. as well just... There. So and they're on there for nine months, because she goes from pregnant to birth. Yeah. All the time there. Right. So... You know Tulkane isn't, like, rationing this stuff. And Noah must be an idiot for not noticing, hey, we've lost, like, a dozen or so species here. And there's just corpses now. Like, that's going to stink. Like, that first thing... But all the flies were asleep, so you get no maggots. <laughs> flies were high. They invented... We keep saying that. They invented this um, Catholic scepter... See, uh, incense. But they, they but they put these herbs in a little sensor yeah. incense dish right. and I'm sorry, I just And then they and they okay, yeah, they're doing no, the smoke no, thing and body. it's basically a rumble therapy to knock out all the animals. They were trying to pull a really strong Catholic parallel there because the whole I'm terrible and I'm looking up at God and I do crazy things because I'm terrible. Like <laughs> there's a lot of part of it. No. Andrew is, is Catholic guilt that bad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there comes a time in every Catholic's life where you have to come to terms with that. <laughs> it's like being Italian. <laughs> it's your fault and you should feel bad about it. <laughs> your song is bad and you should feel bad. I, I feel like that's like we... Mm. That was a really pro-hippie movie. But then they'd be like, the, the incense would be Italian. awesome then. Because... Oh, it's, it's awesome. Until the church uses it, that's terrible. Apparently, because <laughs> they didn't. They didn't but, damn it, though. Right. I tell you, Noah's wife. Right. Not only can she make up some stuff that heals a gut wound. Right. Uh, she also can mix up this incense stuff that puts all these animals to sleep. Yes. And then, and, and the, the second thing wakes that wakes them, them back up, like they don't wake up on their own. You have to, right. She has a plot device machine. <laughs> and she has a like. 30 second birth te or pregnancy test that oh, yeah, like glows inside this right. little mixture. Yeah, you're pregnant. <laughs> pregnancy test is like, you know, the first sign of like, this would probably be under a month. Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, clearly, it's like, hey, I, my stomach kind of hurts. Oh, no, you're pregnant. Like, I think I just ate something. I've got a bowel movement is what that is, right? <laughs> right. Well, morning sickness does show up pretty early and goes away pretty early. Mm. But, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just like the fact that it kind of glowed in the yeah, bowl. She like, yeah, she like had uh, Hermione drink something and like spit it up or whatever, and then she put it in a little bowl and it glowed. She's like, your prayers. Hey, Noah, <laughs> remember how yeah, last night you were telling us that there's not going to be any more people? Well, Surprise. Yes, what? Uh, it's not possible. Well, your grandfather's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not, yeah, Noah's wife was not an actual character. She herself is a plot device. She's like the, like, I think half of her, her audition must have been crying faces. Yeah. Though I, even, think about it. Think about it from a, we have spent our entire life honoring the creator, and now the creator is asking you to do something that I'm, I just, I can't watch you do. I cannot right, right. let you do this. I have been a loyal wife through all of this. I have followed you. I heard my friends, my family, I heard them die. And I'm still here, and I still love you. Right. This, this I can't do. No, I'm done. Like you will die alone if you do this. And and no, this movie was awful. But the loyalty you see there between a husband and a wife, even when the husband is total craziness, that that is a huge thing that they don't just they don't do anymore. They don't do in Hollywood. They would have like. I would have said peace out a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, she never questions, like, no. anything. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, the children go with it, too. I guarantee you, had she said, yeah, mm-mm, I don't like this, none of the kids would have followed. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she never she never doubted him. She never questioned him. That's I don't know. I don't think they would have. Because at one point, when he does go to kill the babies, um, you know, the girl, the mother, is like, all right, here. The, you know, the wife's like, she's standing back. Like, once Noah's like, he's like, she's trying to talk him out of it, but when he says, I'm going to do it, they step back. And at that point, he's the one with the knife, and he's, boy, does he There's, get buff as the movie goes on. And Methuselah warns her about that. When he when yeah. she goes to ask for help, she says, no matter what, it's going to come back to Noah's decision. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other, all the other kids are kind of negligible. Shem is there. Yeah, super. Yeah, makes a baby. Yeah, makes a baby. And then tries to kill his dad while he's being attacked by two little kids. Oh my gosh, just three people trying to kill Noah at once, and then God tries to kill him. (laughs) But I think it's funny because like Ham didn't actually do that much. Yeah, he just stood there. He stood there with a knife. He stood there. He looks shocked for a whole like five minutes. The whole movie is just that confused face. And then (laughs) and then shanks. To okay. a pain. Yeah. Look, I don't think like his dad. Yeah. Right. He did. Like, you just stabbed me in the armpit. Like, that's not going to kill me. Uh, like, I had a tree fall on my leg and it was bent backwards and I'm still fighting. You think that's going to kill me? Really? Yeah. If you hit the right, you know, artery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you hit him, like, here. I guess it was. Was it on the left side or right side? It was on his right side. Yeah. It was on his right side. Yeah. If you hit it, like, here. So it would have pierced his lung. Yeah. You could. People die like that. But, um. Uh, <laughs> But it, Trust it's, it, just, I it's just you know Noah's fighting him off, and he's fighting off Shem, who's gonna kill him because he's gonna. Oh, he hits Shem like one. Oh yeah, Shem goes just... down like a punk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's I'm gonna fight you there. Never mind. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just like he gets back up and he's just like this. Like <laughs> he doesn't. 
But he comes up on the roof like 20 minutes later, yeah. five yeah. minutes after everybody's decided right. not to kill babies. Yeah. Like, he finally granted, in all of this, they did run into a mountain. Right, They right, got right. a little bit thrown off in right. the middle of this the, fight. It was fitting that Tubal Cain died by, because basically God ran the boat into the, to the rock. Right. Uh, well, no, 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 he, he was still on top. He was going to no, no, yeah, so, He still got shanked. That's true. Never mind. And at the end of the day, Ham shows loyalty to his father over loyalty to this to Volcane, yeah. which was interesting. I feel which, which was good because yeah. good. every time that like Ham comes and meets Tubal Cain, it's right after he's killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, <laughs> Ham is he's, he just gets sway so easily. He has no like grounding. He's like, hey, huh? I just met you and you just impaled a dude in the head. Here, let me take your hand. Can I have that hammer? <laughs> and then Noah was like, give it back. He's like, but he gave it to me, like. Well, when you've been isolated, like, Noah didn't hang out with anybody. Noah kept them right. well, it's, away it's, it's, from the other men. It's to your point before, it's like, you know, rather than logically explaining things, it's just like, don't, don't ask any questions about it. Just, just stay over here. Help your brother. And he is second-born, and second-borns are not exactly known for loyalty, or, or not, or unquestioning following at all. Like, first-borns, most of them are quite loyal. Second-borns generally are not quite as easily... Let me just follow this and know. I have to figure it out on my own. I feel like this is coming into the uh, bad mouthing organized religion thing again. Just because I think we found Alex's theme for the movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it really, I it was. It it was really difficult to see it not come across that way because, like, you have so many things that I we get we get Noah biblically did not. You know, poor twelve people that were not his family, because it's how it's supposed to be. But this movie took it so much farther than that. Like it wasn't, it wasn't that Noah lived alone. He did for about the first what twenty minutes, and mm-hmm. after that, it was Noah purposely went out in the middle of uh, a bunch of ash, found a mountain. Well, they were trying to kill him. Right, right. He but, was going to he was going to the mountain anyway. Right, right. And then. He just like pushes everyone away. The whole telling people they don't belong in the ark, as opposed to you know telling people that a flood's coming and they should you know repent. 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 Complete opposite. Mm-hmm. So you know pushing them, saying like wanting you, I guess, to sort of identify with the people that were not with Noah because. They were pushed away by the religious person that was sort of crazy, and um, feeling obligated to make them look terrible because that's why the entire point of this movie is a flood, and then uh, implicating Noah being crazy while making them look crazy, and then yeah. Like, I feel like it's a laundry list of things that are just designed to make Noah look like a terrible person. I will say this, though. Out of all of that, Noah is... This is not Noah. Okay? Yeah. But the one good thing, the one thing I did like, is they really show his struggle. Right? Yeah. Like, this is... He's not... Yes, he's, he's out there, he's killing babies, and he's, he's doing all the... he's trying to. They it's, show, they show a realistic struggle. He never... Allegedly. He's never, yeah. like, gleefully doing it. Oh right. right. He doesn't like. He's right. not like. I'm gonna kill everybody. Huh? He's like. It's not. This easy has to happen. Yeah. And they showed like Russell Crowe gets that across really well. Um, 
at one point. No, even in the second one, when, when he finds out about the babies, the first thing he says is, do you have any idea what you're make, you're in, you just made me do? Right. And he goes out and begs God not yeah. to make him do that. Yeah. Like, and anybody this, who didn't care would never, well, yeah, would never And just that. because this God is so, whatever, hands off, you know, Noah's kind of having to interpret all this stuff completely on his own with no yeah, direction. So. I feel like that's still, that's still pushing the... the Maybe so, but I mean, from his point of view, I can totally see why he's doing what he's doing. Oh, right. We can say, from a scriptural point of view, that's completely off the rails, but from, you know, within the rules of the universe of the movie, he's, he's, he's totally justified because the men in this movie are absolutely insane. And can you imagine being scriptural Noah or someone similar to that or one of the prophets or right. something and have doing what God told you to do. Um, at one point, God told one of the prophets, your wife's going to die and you're not allowed to mourn. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine that. Right. God told, tells Noah, everybody is going to die. Your family will be the only ones left because these people suck and I regret making them. I, I, can, I can just imagine being Noah and trying to do that. And being okay okay with that because it's not like they were hermits they were right. hermits in here but there's no way they could be hermits <laughs> well, they, they were hermits before you know he had his vision and everything and we see here even in the scripture in, in genesis 9 he, he does become drunk they got that part right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and here they, they use it as they got um, the wrong things right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain things they cherry picked to actually get right but that's one and the the movie says he does this to kind of cope with the fact that he's got all this guilt weighing down on him from having, one, having killed everybody and two, feeling like he was worthless because now these two babies are left because he can't kill them. It, it was, it was, the de- it was, in the movie it was, he was depressed yeah. because he felt like he failed God. I feel like they picked all of the convenient things. Oh, absolutely. They totally Because I mean, they picked the doves, they picked the ravens, they picked people being depraved, they picked the arc dimensions, they pick a rainbow. Sort of. Uh, sort of. That was a weird rainbow. They, yeah, they picked the Watchers, they picked... A lot of terrible. very basic right. story plot, and then whatever makes Noah look like a terrible person. Right. <laughs> Drama. What else do we usually talk about in these things? Um, music was not... It was there. Mm-hmm. I didn't really notice it. It looked nice. I mean, yeah, so part of it. I really like the music because it amplified the set effects. It definitely, yeah, it was definitely there to, to placate, play to your emotions. And play to, like, I guess how, what of a spectacle it's supposed to be. But I cannot remember a single theme of the music. Like, no. you watch Star Wars, you walk away, you, you, you know Star Wars. You know, Jurassic you know, Park, like, you know Jurassic Park. Well, I remember saying something about the music, I just don't remember what it was, so I guess you're right. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, <laughs> like I said I said some sly comment, because the, mu- the music was being, like, really dramatic or yeah. something that was not dramatic. He was climbing the ladders. He's, right. he's no, going outside. wasn't it? No. I thought it was the pregnancy test. Was it? Yeah, because it was know. like... Du, 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 and then you're Like I think I remember that song. So, like, I don't actually know. It's there. It's passable. Right. Um, but it doesn't stand out. Right. Um, cinematography. I mean, it's 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 a blockbuster movie. Yeah. And it shows. Right. It, it felt very like they they picked where to do good animation and where to not bother, which part of that was to make these funky 
rock creatures rock look, look funky. Yeah. Rock Autobots. But, but that wasn't the only place. There was a lot of other places where the animation was just like, uh... You had to cover you your mean? eyes at one point. Oh, yeah, my, my brain freaks out they were showing, when the camera shakes too much, and then they did... They the, were showing, um, he plants a, a seed from Eden that he gets from Methuselah, and it sprouts, and it spreads the five rivers of Eden again. And it follows one of the rivers, and it doesn't stop motion. Right, like yeah. scenes. Yeah. Really fast. So it's these single pictures, and it's just it. flying through. And it's pretty long. It's a good minute or so. Yeah. And for Which animation like that. Which would have been like really that, cool, but it just freaks my brain. I mean, yeah. animation like that, if you get motion sickness, yeah. yeah. That'll I, think, I think the like, frame, they tried Earth. to fit in too many pictures of the first. Like, it's supposed to show how, like, things are growing. Yeah. And it, it does and that. It's different. cool. It looks cool, but it is, you just have to be aware. It's, it's stop motion. Movies, and it, movies do that a lot. Like, Earth to Echo. I couldn't even watch it, finish watching it without almost throwing up. It does a lot of that camera shaking mm -hmm. like I'm running with a camera. This did a lot of, a decent amount of that, too. Where uh, the camera um, is not fixed and yeah. you are watching a thing, What's you are called? running um, with it. I can't remember what that technique is called. I don't remember, but I hate it. It gives me a Shaky cam. Thank you, Blair Witch. Mm. Like 1999. They're making a sequel to that. I know. They made a sequel. No, they're making another one. Third? Yeah. What? That's a different topic. Is there a lot of loose ends? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. He's going back to like his girlfriend or sister or something. And the scene. Yep. Okay. But this, this, we actually recently watched Exodus, Gods and Kings also. Did you really? Which, I haven't seen it which, yet. Which we knew, like, A, we thought it was a different movie than we got. Really? Um, we, we were thinking it was, like, the one where the gods and the gods are fighting. Oh, that was, that was, uh, gods. Oh. No, no, this was Christian Bale calling Moses a social Yes. Cast. Yes. Yes. Um. What? So. Oh, yeah. Exodus, That's... Gods and Kings is... Like Basically, the, the Noah, the, the of, Noah well, of, of Moses. <laughs> Exodus. I knew it was going to be. Is it as bad as I was hoping? I heard it was giant snake fights. No, no, that's gods of Egypt. Yeah. Exodus, gods and kings yes. was the Moses story. I Only thought we were getting wait, wait, gods wait. of Egypt. <laughs> but then this thing starts playing, and I'm like, oh, this is not the movie I thought it was. <laughs> Not that I, like, I wanted to see it to see, yeah. like, How bad it was. basically, which is the only reason I even remotely wanted to watch Noah, um, but, but <laughs> the themes felt very similar. Like, the, these two stories did the same thing. Mm -hmm. It took something scriptural, quote-unquote scriptural, threw most of it out the window and made the main character seem like he's absolutely crazy. Well, Christian Bale went on interviews saying that was Moses, that he was crazy, that he was a sociopath. <laughs> Which is why I was like, I'm King Cross. It, yeah, it's, and it, it was bad. The, the, the one thing that, unrelated, but the one thing that movie did well was show you just how bad the plagues were. Mm -hmm. Like, that is one thing Hollywood mm -hmm. can take and do well from yeah, scripture. They, mm -hmm. they can show you just how bad bad can be. But they're not self-aware to realize what is actually saying. Right. Right. Um, like, oh, this is a mirror. But <laughs> I, I was watching the, I was watching this, I was watching that, and all I saw was just how bad that definition is, just how bad it had to get before Ramses would let them go and kick them out, just how bad it had to get before God said, "Okay, I'm done. You, I'm done. I give up. You, you will all die." Like that. And, and, but these two movies felt so similar in that in Exodus, Gods and Kings, um, God is a child. 
who comes in a vision that nobody else can see. Um, That's terrible. And, the, okay. and is about as vague as the visions that right. know yeah. that know. Works, about. I gotta see this movie. But <laughs> and here God is just non-existent, and He just sometimes he sends does visions things. and doesn't tell you anything. This week. Um, well, I mean, they came out about six months apart. Yeah, Same they year. they are very similar movies. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, I think that came out right around the holiday, like around Christmas. Um, and Noah was sometime in the summer. Yeah. Um, but it was just watching these and having done the Ten Commandments just a few right whatever that was ago yeah. um, the the world has changed <laughs> the world has shifted <laughs> away from actually trying to tell it because these are good stories right like there is nothing the the, the storyline around here if you if you can maintain the scriptures, is a good story and a story that will sell. A lot of the Bible has those. Right. Passion is a decent example. And they're not hard stories. No. Either. Like people, like we have the Ten Commandments. We have all of the biblical epics of any time in the 1920s and the 1960s. And people watch them. It, yeah, they set records. But I mean, I think this is one of the things I said coming out of it when we saw it the first time was. Is the destruction of human mankind not enough of a conflict? Right. That we need to get this Tubal Cain thing, this angel thing, this thing with the babies. Like, isn't wiping out all humanity not enough? I think they think it's not because they see no reason to wipe out humanity. I think it's because also That's we've been true. watching the destruction of humanity like since um, Independence Day in 1996. True. Like we've been seeing <coughs> it's nothing like, new. Roland Emmerich has been killing yeah. humanity for decades now. Right. right. But these are a killing of humanity because humanity of humanity, not because an alien invasion comes, not because World we decide War. to start World War whatever, not because some supernatural something has come down and human race must unite or else we will die. This yeah. is a humanity will die because they have brought it upon themselves. Right. But again, that would require self-awareness on the part of people making And the concept of a static moral compass. You guys so, want to say you so want to just stick figures? <laughs> yeah, so stick figures and paper will make Noah on, on a budget of zero. More wizards. Crayons. <laughs> we need more wizards. So what, what else? Sorry, um, felt things from <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> totally get the budget back in the box. I'm trying to remember what else is Aronofsky done. Uh, he did Black Swan. He won an Oscar Ooh. for that. Yeah. Um, he does these really these big art house kind of movies. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what else he's done. I know him from that, but that's, that was his big thing that he did. Um, but what other film things can we talk about? Because I think we yeah. I think we've talked the story to death. I think yeah. people are not going to come away from this thinking. I wonder how they felt about it. Yeah. This movie talked the story to death. We didn't need any help. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like we thought the story was too boring, so we made them hippies and we made them crazy. In and that we order. did it again. Yeah, and we did it again. What four months later? <laughs> they weren't hippies though. They were just crazy. Well, right. I I guess they got bored with the first one. <laughs> it's forty minutes too long. So let's see, we've, we've talked cinematography, we've talked the casting, we've talked the music. What about what? character development? 
We've talked a little bit about. I mean. Okay. Well, I have one comment on that one. Okay. okay go for it. Some of the most insightful lines I thought in this movie actually came out of Two of the King's Mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you if you understand the biblical account of the fall in Eden, it was the desire of men of people to become like God, to become their own master, to know good and evil just like God does. And that was the temptation that, that Satan gave them. Right. And um, angels. And, well, well and, and the angels, yeah. But again, that's not scripture, that's extra scripture. Right. Yeah, we don't, it's not specifically said in scripture what the so anything the that, any did. reference to things like that, I just want to point that out. Yeah, it's like yeah. Things like that's we know that we know they like came, canon. we know they corrupted the flesh, but right. as far as what they taught, it's less clear, at least from the scripture. But the the point I'm getting at is like you know, that scene when it starts raining, Tubal Cain is filling up his gun mm-hmm. full of <laughs> fire rocks. rocks. <laughs> Um, shoot at God, his, but his but like he's he, there's the scene where he, you know he's, he's he's walking out of his tent and he's actually conversed trying to talk with God. Um, he is praying. Yes. And yeah, he's praying, um, not reverently, but he's praying. But but some of the things that he says, he says he says, I you know did you not make me in your image? Why won't you converse with me? Um, you know there's this there's this feeling of. You made me to be like you. Why won't you deem me worth a response as a, you know, as equal? Yeah, I don't think it matters so much the irreverence because I think we see other times where people are irreverent. Reverent. Job accosts God. Not necessarily irreverently. No. I he, read he, some of that. He, does. he doesn't charge God with wrongdoing. No, but but, 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 but like, like but but the irreverent part starts to come out when Tubal Cain says, "I will, be I will you know, I will be, I am you know, the master of my own will. I make my decisions. I'm the one that you know." He says, "I he says I am I am just like you because I give life and, and I, I take, take it, it and take life. I am just you know I have become like you." And by the end of it, he's basically it, it start it, it start his whole prayer starts off as a cry out like why won't where are you god to a i hate you i'm not i don't want anything to do with it's you. kind of like the psalms in the reverse where david will say hey what god are where are you doing? why have you abandoned me to okay you're right sorry right it's, it's like the and he's not even that. always on sorry he he says why why are, where'd you go what are you doing i am surrounded by awful things but I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. There's not even a, a sorry. There's just a, I still trust you. Yeah. You have not answered my question, but I still follow you. And Tubal Cain's response to that was, where are you? Okay, you're not there. Well, I am God. And when men unite, we can do anything. You're invincible. So that's kind of pulling from um, like the Tower of Babel a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. I definitely saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I just remember this one scripture where you know God says, you know, you're gonna pray and I'm not going to listen. Because right. you know, of your weakness. His sin has separated you from your God. He has turned your face from his face from you, so he will not hear. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, this movie was really dark. I two John's house. <laughs> and 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 it just occurred to me that one of the that in this whole story of Noah, the only hopeful thing in the scriptures is God has mercy on those who seek Him. Right. And that when man sinned, God 
even even at the at the moment of sin, God gave hope of redemption through the first prophecy about Jesus. When right. He said, you know, when he said, "You're the the seed of the woman will strive with the seed of the serpent, and you, the serpent will bruise his heel, but he shall crush the head." And so that was the hope that all of the descendants of Adam were looking forward to. Right. Um, and we know from Paul that that happened before creation. Jesus was slain before the foundation right. of the earth. Right. That that victory, you know, basically had already been won in, in God's eyes. Um, but that message of God will redeem those who seek Him was ab completely absent from the story, which took, which it really is the only hopeful thing about this whole the whole story of Noah. Right. And it was completely absent. There was no talk about the striving against the serpent. There was no mention of God doing any any kind of winning against sin and the works of, of man. I, Apart from just dis destruction. Yeah. And I feel like part of that was the the intention. I guess the when they wrote this story, they wanted to get a famous story that would get people in theaters. They wanted to get a story that people could say was related to something profound to get people in theaters. <laughs> and they wanted to have something that was a spectacle that people would watch even if they weren't familiar with the story right. to get people in theaters. Yep. Right. And, and they based it off of the Gnostic, the Gnostic stories, which... Which they didn't tell Which redemption yeah. is man lifts himself up by his own abilities. Yeah, which they didn't tell anybody until... After. After they put their seats in theaters. <laughs> so... What it, what it sounds like to me is they wanted all of the gravity and importance of this Bible story of how it's profoundly changed everything, but they wanted to make it their own way. Mm -hmm. Like they said Gnostic after it came out as a catch-all to cover the basis. Like, I don't know if there are any, like, people on the writer's committee that tell you by the book what the Gnostic you know, the story is. Darren Aronofsky did that. Yeah. Because we yeah. I read an interview right. with John Zelman. Okay. I think There's, I put it up. Yeah, he specifically said that's where he pulled it from. Was the, okay. was the yeah. historical yeah. records right. of the Gnostic story. Did he, like, yeah. quote them, or did he, like, have a source where he got them from, or? He is a, is a long article. Okay. I, I think I, if you look it up, I think I've talked about it before. Um, in, in one of the blog posts. What it sounds like is is basically they set up a recipe for them to make their own Noah story. They say we there borrowed from this, we borrowed from this. It's sort of based I mean, on a true story. Yes. And that's what the Gnostics did though, so. Well, right. But obviously a little more subtle than that. Because they didn't, they didn't say, let's get them Gnostics in theaters. Yeah. But let's get those Gnostic to churches. Don't even know that to start winding it down a bit. Yeah. Probably going about, an hour. about an hour. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So critic, critics' uh, rating of this movie is a 76. Out of 100. Uh huh. So that's okay. that's um, it's a C. Yeah. Solid C. Audience score 41. Sounds like a few other things. So that's an F. Um, a few other things in the theaters. <laughs> Well, it makes sense because if you're watching it for a movie, it's probably an alright movie. Yeah, right. But if you're watching it for accuracy, which not that we ever we go into these not expecting accuracy, yes, mm -hmm. but we very much still judge them based on accuracy. 
I could go in with expectations, and I had like low expectations or no expectations. <laughs> I went in hoping it was going to be just ridiculous. And it, it is. It's definitely ridiculous. I was hoping it was going to be kind of fun ridiculous. Okay. Um, no. I had the kind of same... I was. I went into this with the same mindset that I went into Left Behind. Oh. Where I'm like, this is going to be bad, but what level of bad is this going to be? Is it bad enough to be funny again? Right. <laughs> and neither of those movies... Neither of these movies were. You know, Left Behind was just ridiculously boring. And this was just so off the rails that I... My brain shut down, and I couldn't even like. I was able to make fun of it this time. We were making jokes pretty much throughout the entire movie, right. um, because the three of us had been inoculated, and, you know. So we've been exposed to the disease, and we've built up immunity. Now we can make fun of it. Commentating on things I have no idea. So this, and this is another reason why I have <laughs> subtitles on everything I watch, because as we're making fun right. of it, I can still That's, read. Yeah. And keep up. What's I, going on? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I would not know how to spell Hermione's name if I got it up. They just look like Lola. <laughs> <laughs> Ila. I L A, but they the the font they use the I and the lowercase L are the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's like Lola. 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 My name's Lola. Lola. Her name is Lola. 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 I think an interesting thing for going back to the very beginning that until God found favor with Noah in the Bible, he was going to kill the animals too. He was going to kill everything. Nothing was going to survive. It, oh, right. it says, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created, and with them the animals, birds, and the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. Like, he was going to kill everything. It wasn't just a people thing. It was a... Jump ahead a few generations, and then he was going to do the same thing to the Jews after the Exodus, until Moses talked him down. Yeah. Also one of my favorite stories. Mm. Don't do that, guy. No. Please don't. You know, Egypt will really think you're dumb. <laughs> it should probably not be though. But, alright, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, I think we've given final thoughts. Scores? What would you score out of 10? What? That's um, not a number. A number. I don't have a number. On a scale of zero to hit yourself in the face with the DVD until it breaks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I take shovel. <laughs> I take shovel. I take, uh... I can... I could think of a different ridiculous adjective to use as a metric and come up with different stories for everything. Let me see if I have Joan's response. I don't. Um, I, I, I went out and I bought this movie. Um, oh, right. <laughs> because I feel like if I'm going to review it, I, I, I don't know, I the weird, like, ace OCD part of me is like, I need to have it. Um, Small investment. Yeah, it's six bucks used, so whatever. <laughs> um, food Lion. At Food Lion, of all places. But I took a picture of the case, and I just texted John, and I said, John, it's time. And, and my response is, all right then, into the head banging against the wall, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh, man. So that, that was our, um, our thing. Any, any last thoughts, Andrew, even quiet? Your first one, so you're forgetting. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I'm a sucker for... So, so, some of the voice actors, like Nick Nolte and Frank Langella, were just. Oh, Frank Langella's in it? Yeah, he was the, the good one initially. Oh, okay. Yeah, the watcher. He's, I like him. He's a really good character. Yeah. In uh, Superman Yeah, he's, he's been. He's Richard Nixon in this too. Yes. <laughs> anyway, but that's, that's neither here nor there. We know how Alex feels. 
brutal. <laughs> <laughs> that was brutal. Awesome. Brutal for the characters. Brutal for people who thought it'd be a good movie. Brutal for the movie. We got good ways. Brutal for a horticulturist. He planted a stinking sweet gum seed for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and he got gopher wood forest and berries. Excuse me? I noticed that too. <laughs> like you guys did. I, I know what a gumball I is, so I knew what he planted, and I was like. It's a magic seed, is all I thought. Well, yep. He got it from, from Methuselah the Great. <laughs> And they just said, what's some crazy seed that comes from a tree that we could plant? That looks funny that not a whole lot of people recognize. <laughs> Wizard. Freaking seed gum. <laughs> Wizard also con man. <laughs> this is Eden's seed. This no, he wasn't a con man. He was, like, he was legit. He really, really had yeah. magic powers. He yeah. was really on that berry train, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't bring my berries. That was like five years ago. Ten years. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for these berries. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't know. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. Because you know that but when Noah got back it. and she said, hey, how was the meeting with Grandfather? He's not going to be like, oh, well, you know, it was great we got there. And he's talking about fairies. And then he was talking to this. And he's just like, this. He's, he told the guy version of that story. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought, oh, I thought yeah. Ham would have said something, though. Because he was like. Ham was sleeping. All about them berries. David. Yeah. Shem. 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 Shem? Was it Shem? Shem. It was Shem. Okay. He took okay. the first one. Oh, right, right, right. It jumps three times in, in time. Three times, yes. Gosh, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so uh, the horticulturist to me gives it like a one. Oh, or, I, actually, I'm sorry. A, a, a ten out of a hundred or one out of ten. For I'm going to make a normal scale here. Um, I mean, I, yeah, for me, it's... I, I got to say it's a two or three. I mean, the, the theologian in me... Has an aneurysm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't even think it was that good of a movie. I mean, it was dull at parts, but there, you know, it was. Some it didn't of those, start very well. It, like, did, it just it, starts. It tried to give you a brief confusing. overview of the first bit of creation, and I always wonder how people who don't know know these stories actually track with the theoretical story that's happening. Yeah. But. But the only redeeming thing for me is some of the performances are really good. Um, I thought Russell Crowe, for what he was given, actually, he was a very sympathetic Noah. He was a sociopath, and he was crazy, but he I felt like, bad I about I liked Noah the first half of the movie. Yeah, he was good in the first yeah. half. In the second half, just watching him deal with the struggle of having the weight of this task on him. He talks about it all the time. This task, God chose me because he knew I would finish this task, and no one else could do it. It's so hard. Like, you get that yeah. struggle from him. I, mean, yeah. I gotta give him props for that. Um, and... Uh, Jennifer Connelly is she gets across emotion really well um, as his wife and it's Anthony Hopkins right I'm, I'm sorry I'm not I can't badmouth the guy I don't think I've ever seen a movie with him he was the best like, character he was he was also a good but <laughs> he's, he's just he's, he's also just, Thor's father <laughs> <laughs> he's there and you can tell he's probably not he's not bringing his A game to this but he's having fun <laughs> he is like he's like he's read this script. He goes, "This is stupid." Things, but, things he made up. Like yeah, <laughs> this is the berries. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely feels like that whole bit of him with wanting berries felt so out of place from this entire movie. But I love this shot where he, he finally gets the berry. Yeah. And he looks up and he sees the flood <laughs> coming at him. And he just goes, "Hey!" Pops the berry. Hands it. He's like, "Let's go." 
Why have been alive for a really long time. So like I just <laughs> that's the one saving grace for me is those three performances are good. The kids are terrible, two pains in the lane. But uh, I, those three kind of they, they carry it enough that it's not a complete what? <laughs> Comment about the bay. Like when, when he kind of grab, gets in and he looks up and realizes there's water coming. I just, the thought that went through my brain is, oh, I missed the boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, shouldn't we? Uh, what about your grandfather? No. He never did <laughs> no. I didn't even ask no. if we should take him along. No. No. We came to him, he's so knowledgeable, he has all this information. He's a wizard! And Noah's never like, oh, yeah. Why don't you come with us? <laughs> Alright, I'm going to end it. Okay. So thank you guys for coming and, and tolerating this film. Um, here, uh, I'm Dennis. We'll go around and do our name. Oh, I'm Mary. Jonathan. Andrew. I'm Alex. Noticeably not a wizard. <laughs> so, <laughs> until the next film, I'll try and, I, I try and balance it out with people so they can come back. Um, so I don't do two bad movies in a row. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So notice how sin smacks us. Wayne's a sin smacks us. Right. So notice how the last one was Ten Commandments, really good movie. And the next one should be Ben Hur. Um, oh, we'll I've seen it. That's oh, a good movie. yeah. So that's a, that's another. I epic. haven't seen it either. I may go with a shorter one because those ones are really hard to just that's logistically. Yeah, that's another one that's like four and a half hours long. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Like just logistically getting more. people together to watch those huge movies is difficult. Um, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> How do you do more than that? Jonah. Jonah's flipping awesome. <laughs> there we go. Talk to you guys later.